many of them, he was beaten by the drink. Carney died at the age of 58 on New Year's Day, 1992, after he fell down a flight of stairs and cracked open his head. Jaynes is the only man in history who ever held five New England titles at one time. He was the featherweight, junior lightweight, lightweight, junior welterweight, and welterweight champion, gaining and losing weight for each title fight. He grew up in the acre, the toughest part of Lowell. He was eight years old the day he came home from school to hear his father say, It's time you learn how to fight. Tomorrow you're getting in the ring. That was 1955, and he stayed in the ring for the next 25 years. He started fighting at the Immaculate Conception CYO in the Silver Mittens, moved on to the Golden Gloves, and kept his hands up until he was punched out. It took him 160 amateur fights and 95 professional fights, including 43 pro losses, to get there, and then he stayed there, in Lowell. He married Donna Eklund, a pretty young girl from a large Lowell family, and started working for the Lowell Department of Public Works some 30 years ago. Oddly enough, Carney had also married into the Eklund family, hooking up with Gail, the one known as Red Dog, the one with the long red hair. Without those marriages, Carney's and Jane's brothers-in-law, Mickey Ward and Dickie Eklund, might never have been introduced to boxing, and many lives would have been very different. It ain't as tough as it used to be, Freitas says as much to himself as anyone who might be listening. Kids around here used to know what it was like to throw a punch and what it was like to take one on the chops. They used to choose boxing over drugs. Now the gyms are empty, and you can spit in any direction from where you're standing, and you'll hit somebody who's ready to sell you some drugs. Cleo Surprenant, the owner and tender of the bar at the Highland Tap, listens to Freitas and nods his head in agreement. Cleo, a white-haired, thin man in a red shirt buttoned all the way up, has the face of many a New Englander, friendly and worn. He knows that the pride of Lowell has taken some hits in recent years, because of its failure to produce a boxer of any magnitude. In fact, the West End Gym on Middlesex Street, the gym that opened in 1970 and put up signs such as, The more you sweat, the less you bleed, was gaining a reputation as an opponent's gym. That meant that boxers from other parts of the state, such as Brockton or Southie, would come here looking for a kid who didn't have much chance of winning. Opponents were just club fighters. The other kids were the contenders. Lowell kids climbed the wooden stairs to Art Romalo's two-ring, dusty gymnasium on the second floor of an abandoned textile mill and trained in isolation. Still, Lowell had the occasional hopeful. Folks thought for a while that Jackie Morell could have been a contender. He was one of the West End gym's top prospects in the early 1980s, but after losing his last eight fights, he started to worry he'd end up like Ding Dong— the old fighter who was either punch-drunk from boxing or shell-shocked from one of America's wars. The Lowell kids on the school buses used to taunt the old man yelling, Ding-dong, whenever they drove by him. Ding-dong would chase the bus and hit it with his fists. His knuckles would bleed. Other kids would throw rocks at him. He would turn around and chase them. And this ritual continued for years. That was not the future Morel wanted for himself. He hung up his gloves and passed the speed bag on to the next kid who thought he might be tough enough to climb through the ropes and up the ranks. But that kid hadn't shown up in years. The days when there were thirty-five professionals fighting out of the West End gym were long gone. Morell quit soon after he was knocked out by Kevin Rooney and Marlon Starling. 
Another Lowell kid, a heavyweight named Don Halpin, fought some big guys with big names like Mike Tyson, Jimmy Young, Tex Cobb, and Tony Tubbs, but Halpin lost to all of them. In fact, he lost 23 of his 32 pro fights, getting knocked out 14 times. He was a prison guard at the Concord Reformatory and only fought on the side for the 500 bucks of easy money. Morell was the same way. His real job was laying track for the Boston and Maine Railroad, but he'll never forget the day he got the call from the West End's owner and trainer, Art Romallo. Romallo, who had trained his own son David to become the New England featherweight champion, was known as the Lowell Connection because he had been delivering fighters from Lowell for the better part of three decades. If a boxing event needed four fighters, he produced four fighters. Usually they lost— but promoters knew they could count on him to produce game, competitive fighters. So when Marlon Starling, the young up-and-coming welterweight out of...